taking you on a journey for the pursuit of PPC. Welcome to PPC Rockstars. Get ready to rumble through the latest PPC news and views from around the blogosphere. Learn from our hosts and the PPC pros that will take you to the promised land of PPC profit. We're cashing in the clicks with the PPC Rockstars. Here's your host, David Zatella. Hey, PPC friends. It's another episode of PPC Rockstars, and today we, we're going to take a little bit of a left turn into a territory that's uh, so far uncharted, but um, will be commonplace, uh, and you'll soon learn why. Uh, we're going to talk about LinkedIn advertising via Bing ads, and we're going to talk about it with the undisputed world's expert on LinkedIn advertising, and that is, of course, you've guessed it, A.J. Wilcox, uh, whose company is BT, B2 Linked. Welcome, AJ. Thanks so much, David. What a kind intro. I, I'm really not that interesting in real life. <laughs> I, I beg to differ <laughs> many times, and you're fascinating. So anyway, <laughs> um, look, uh, you, have, uh, you, you were in on this uh, announcement before um, m- many people, or most people were, uh, w- that um, – we we uh, heard about on a group call a couple of weeks ago from Bing, and um, why don't you jump in and tell us uh, what what is the announcement about and why should our listeners care? Yeah, well, so on on October twenty third, they came out with this announcement that on Bing you could start to advertise to people based off of LinkedIn audiences, which is really interesting. But if you read the release, there's not much meat there. It, And so I'm having a lot of people reach out to me saying, hey, what does this actually mean? Like, what actually can we do? So I'm really excited to to tell you about this. Good. So to give you a little bit of background, um, on LinkedIn, the the big issue that all of us have as advertisers are the ads are super expensive. So we're paying six to nine dollars per click on average. And of course, if you've got a high lifetime value, like that's just a drop in the bucket. But what it means is because it's so expensive, every time that you uh, you try something that doesn't work or you make a mistake, it becomes an expensive mistake and an expensive uh-huh. learning experience. Truly. So what we have here with Bing is this opportunity to use LinkedIn's audiences at a considerable discount. And that's why I think this announcement is so important. <sighs> Okay, so first of all, let's let's uh, make sure we fork in the right direction here. Um, will this allow us to use Bing ads in order to place ads on LinkedIn, or is it uh, uh, creating audiences um, based on LinkedIn membership? Great question. So this is the ability to build ads inside of Bing ads um, and show to people because of who they are on LinkedIn. Okay, so this is still ads on the search results page. It's basically like remarketing lists for a search, except that the audience is made up of LinkedIn people. Yep. Uh, so that's one part of it, and there's a, the second part that's full display. So right now, Bing has an open beta that's search, and it's just like RLSA, where you create an audience based off of who someone is uh, on LinkedIn. So we can target by company name, we can target by company industry, and we can target by job function. And so and this is open beta, meaning that if you've got a rep, you can go and request to be added to this beta right now. So you create the audience based off of LinkedIn people, and then you give your keywords and you sit around waiting for someone in your audience to type one of your keywords and click through. Gotcha. Um, 
and that one is interesting, but it's not nearly as interesting to me as the one that's currently in closed beta, which is a full display ad. So what this means is we can show ads to, to anyone on, on the Bing audience network, um, which they have a much larger inventory than just their, you know, who uses their search page. And we can target by the same factors. So this is in closed beta right now, which means if you've got a rep and you spend a lot of money, you could request to be in. But I'm really excited for this one to come to open beta and then to the general audience. Okay, so let me see if I got if I have this correctly. Um, so uh, in the Microsoft audience network, uh, the properties or the uh, placements are uh, Microsoft owned and operated sites. Is that correct? I, I believe that's correct. So that would be like MSN Money, um, MSN itself. Outlook, uh, the Outlook, Edge browser. Good point. Yep, good point. So it's, it's, it's pretty big these days. And um, so we're able to target people based on their LinkedIn profile information and so when those people are browsing sites within the Microsoft audience network they'll see our ads is that correct yep that's correct okay but it's still not well uh, is is it showing ads on LinkedIn itself it's not showing ads on LinkedIn itself okay uh, to show ads on LinkedIn, you've got two choices. You can either go straight to LinkedIn ads and, and buy one of their four ad formats, or you can go to double click, uh, or I forget what Google calls it now, you'd know. <laughs> uh, uh, search, search 360 or something like that. That's the one, yeah. And then you can you can bid on their display inventory. It's their 300 by 250 banner. Um, you can do that through programmatic. Okay, interesting. So mainly, we are getting the capability to target or to create audiences based on LinkedIn profile information and a limited set of that profile information. Exactly. That? Okay. Yeah, and it's some of the most broad too. I mean, when you look at the, the really broad filters we can use on LinkedIn ads, um, these are the, the ways that we want to build the largest audiences and they tend to be the cheapest audiences. We're looking at things like uh, your company industry, your company size, your job function, and your level of seniority in the company, and even skills that you have on your profile. So those are some of the most broad ways of targeting. When LinkedIn and Bing got together, they said, okay, which of these would be the easiest for us to use and the most action-packed, the ones that the people would be most likely to use? And they came up with the three that we have right now, which is company name, company industry, and job function, which is a fan fancy way of saying like what department you sit in at, in your workplace. Gotcha. Okay. Interesting. It's interesting that they picked those three. Why do you think they picked those three out of all of the other um, parameters? I'm kind of glad they did. Um, and the reason why is because, you know, display ads, they're not meant to be super targeted. And so if I'm running a campaign where I say, I want to reach all of the marketers in the high tech industry, uh, I would love it if I could layer one more thing, which is seniority on top. But if I can't have seniority, I'm pretty okay having what department are they in what industry. And then of course right. we we get one that's really powerful, which is company name. Uh, this is where we can start doing account-based marketing for, you know, really inexpensively, I'm sure. Right. So you can, yeah. ironic, you can target Microsoft employees. <laughs> that's right. 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 <laughs> I'm sorry for coughing in your ear. Yeah. Uh, 
and I'm sure all those Microsoft employees, I'm sure they're all using Edge, and I'm sure they're all using Outlook. And there you go. Uh, if you want to sell Microsoft, now's the time. <laughs> there you go. Interesting. So what would you like to see? How would you like to see this evolve? Well, I would love to see Microsoft's audience network uh, evolve and, and become more like the Google Display Network so we can mm. get more inventory. I think that would be great. Um, this feature is, is you know, really you, you go to LinkedIn and you pay 6 to $9 a click or you use Bing, and those are your only two options. So this one I could see, you know, really taking off. I, I think um, anyone who was priced out of the market by LinkedIn's high prices, I think they sh this should be the very first people on, uh, on Bing testing this out. Yeah, I agree with you. You know, I, uh, just a side note, um, I've been going to um, – Bing invites a, a bunch of influencers, including you, to uh, their campus every year to provide input on Bing ads. And every single year I've said the same thing as input, which is I wish you would expand your audience network or your display network um, so that we can uh, – have have the equivalent of the Google Display Display Network, but with more inventory. And it's ironic that um, they could have done this long ago by creating an AdSense-like program, and uh, you know, pay the placement owners or the publishers uh, a penny more per click or something. You know, unbelievably cheap compared to uh, the the benefit for the advertiser. But they, they've always said something that kind of rings true, which is that. Um, Google's ad, Google's AdSense program is open to anybody, and therefore you get you do get a lot of garbage sites uh, that uh, inevitably wind up displaying ads that uh, we would rather not <laughs> be displaying on. Uh, but anyway, it sounds like you have the same uh, philosophy. That if the Microsoft Audience Network were bigger, it would be even even better. Yeah, I mean, if we're targeting by by really broad categories like male, female, geography, then yeah, no big deal if, if the inventory is limited. But because we can target by who someone is professionally, I don't care uh, where they're seeing the ad. I just care that they are the right person. So right. I'm right with you. I would love to see a massive uh, network of inventory. And of course, what that would do is bring the prices way down for all of us advertisers. So I, I'm a big fan of what, what you're recommending, and I hope they do it. Uh, even too. if it does dilute their brand just a little bit. Right. Hey, speaking of audience targeting, we have some sponsors that want to target this audience. So listeners, stay with us, and AJ, please don't go away. PPC Rockstars. We'll be back after we click through our sponsors. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs sends you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Ready to do a podcast for your business? Make that podcast elevate to enterprise level. Let WebmasterRadio.fm expedite and execute your podcast to build your brand and broaden your customer base. WebmasterRadio.fm has worked with the world's biggest tech brands, Google, Yahoo, and Bing, 
and have worked with fast-growing brands like ShipStation and GoDaddy. Now it's your turn. Contact brasco at wmr.fm and rush your enterprise-level podcast into production at a very reasonable rate. Email brasco at wmr.fm. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. The pursuit of PPC continues. Welcome back to PPC Rockstars. Here's your host, David Zatella. And we are back with A.J. Wilcox of B2 Linked. And we're talking about uh, Microsoft's allowing us uh, some access into uh, the LinkedIn network. Uh, not exactly what we'd like to have eventually. Do you have any any kind of predictions or insights into when we'll be able to um, get the holy grail, which is uh, the ability to place ads on LinkedIn itself via Bing ads? You know, I don't have any sort of information on that. I, I talked to the CEO of LinkedIn, Jeff Weiner, when he was in town uh, a little while ago, and. Uh-huh. And he reemphasized that that is the goal. That's where they eventually want to get to, where from LinkedIn you can bid on keywords, and from Bing you can bid on on audiences. Um, it just it, it definitely occurs to me that that Bing Ads is a much higher performing team, and they probably have a much larger engineering staff, and they're always going to move faster. So I think I, I think we'll probably see Microsoft opening up uh, way more targeting on LinkedIn before we ever see the ability for LinkedIn advertisers to. Um, to, to bid on like keyword level interests around their audiences gotcha. on LinkedIn. Gotcha. Hey, let, let's change gears a little bit here. Um, I know that there there are, uh, well, I've spoken with even recently uh, potential advertisers for LinkedIn. In other words, potential uh, companies that want to place ads on, on LinkedIn that have uh, luxury products. So they don't have B2B type products, which you know, tra- traditionally or, or uh, assumedly LinkedIn is, is good for, is a good sub- substrate for. Um, they have luxury jewelry or luxury automobiles, and they're wondering if LinkedIn advertising would pay off for them. A- any opinions on that? Uh, yeah, I think depending on, on how it's pulled off, this could work. I tend to try to, uh, to shy away from, from anything B2C related uh, for a couple of reasons. So number one, if it's a product, um, their margin is going to be eaten away pretty quickly by six to nine dollar clicks. Yeah. And number two, because people on social are not surfing around with their wallet open. So anytime that I have an offer, even if it's like um, you know twenty dollars to to attend this event or three hundred dollars to attend you know this other event, um, anytime I ask someone from a cold touch to open up their wallet, it never performs well. So if you yeah. If you're showing a product and you're expecting that you're going to have a certain amount of those people convert, and you know maybe the conversion rate would, uh, maybe you could make the the cost structure work at six to nine bucks a click, it wouldn't erode the margin too much. But even still, you're going to have a hard time getting anyone to convert unless it's a, a warm touch, maybe a, a second or a third touch through retargeting. That's a good point. 
So um, in your experience, what kind of industries or categories of products uh, do do uh, do well with uh, LinkedIn advertising? Well, so number one, if you're in B2B with a large uh, deal size or lifetime value, LinkedIn works near 100% of the time. That's really their bread and butter. So that would be like if you're lead gen for a SaaS company where, you know, let's say lifetime value is over 15,000, you're a shoe in for LinkedIn ads. Okay. Uh, Number two is going to be white collar recruiting. So if you're trying to, let's say you're trying to hire a sales manager, you can target just people who already have the job title of sales manager in your area and just advertise to them saying, Hey, you look qualified. We want to talk to you. And you can usually get a cost per applicant lower than your HR department can do on their own. So uh, nice. they will probably love you. Uh, right. And num- number three is in higher education. If you've got an MBA or a PhD program who's looking to recruit students, LinkedIn's targeting around education is really good. So you can make that work. Interesting. Um, I th- I'm thinking of a, of a company that has training for uh, medical professionals where it's um, – kind of lower end training like uh, medical assistant uh, office assistant that type of thing do you think that would do well on linkedin yeah that sounds really good because we can definitely target by you're in the medical industry and you have these job titles of like medical assistant so you could definitely reach the right people um what does lifetime value look like on on them do you feel like uh you know are they going to sell into an office and get uh 10 or 15 of these folks to go and attend training and then they're going to come back again next year do you feel like lifetime value is large enough to yeah just yeah i do i do yeah that sounds like a pretty awesome use case actually nice and go ahead and one other thing I'll throw out there because it's it's not very well known. There's a network out there called Doximity, D O X I M I T Y. Okay. And uh, and it is the social network for medical professionals. So oh, no kidding. We can target doctors and and surgeons and stuff on LinkedIn, but they just don't tend to spend a whole lot of time there. Whereas you have this network called Doximity that's relatively new, but because it's compliant with with HIPAA and and any other other types of compliance that they need in the medical industry, they feel a lot more comfortable spending time there. And they have an ads platform, uh, but it's 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 not self-service and so you've got to have like like a hundred thousand dollars uh to get in like basically a hundred thousand dollars in ad spend committed in order to advertise there but maybe there's some some big medical advertisers listening and that might be an interesting um idea for you truly how did you spell that again uh d-o-x-i-m-i-t-y doximity i can hear a lot of keyboards tapping right this minute (laughs) (laughs) Hey, um, uh, another question that I'm sure you get a lot, of t- a lot, which is um, how, how how do people, how do advertisers limit their CPCs? What what are some of the ways that uh, we can work against the high average CPCs? Yeah, great question. So for me, CPCs on LinkedIn are entirely driven by how much traffic I want, and and I don't feel like it's like this on every uh, on every platform out there. So when you go to to create a campaign on LinkedIn, LinkedIn's going to tell you three things. Number one, they're going to tell you a, a recommended bid that will be ridiculously high. Then they're going to tell you a range of where other advertisers are supposedly bidding, which is also ridiculously high. And then if you put in a number that's too small, they'll show you in red a third thing, which is the minimum bid. So if I have a, a new advertiser come to me and they say, we only have you know $4,000 to spend this month, if I bid in LinkedIn's recommended range, I am going to blow out their budget for the day by 7 a.m. Mm-hmm. And, 
And they're just like, there's no way around it. If you take LinkedIn's advice, you're bidding too aggressively. It means you're going to pay way too much for the click and you're, you're, you're only going to get one or two clicks a day versus if I go in there and say, okay, they're only going to spend 4,000, 4,000 this month. That's a relatively small amount. Let's bid really low and really non-aggressively so that we only qualify for just a little bit of the traffic and, Mm. uh, then we'll probably still be able to fill our small budget on um, basically remnant inventory at, at that point. But if your targeting's right, you're hitting the right people anyway. So it's not like you're getting a, a worse quality click. So that's my recommendation. Set really low bids if you have a, a small budget. If you've got a big budget, there's no way around it. You do have to bid higher. But you know, for smaller budgets, you can pay you know four fifty five dollars a click, whereas you know, the larger accounts, they've got to pay 10 or 11 bucks a click to fill their hundreds of thousands of dollars a month budgets. Gotcha. What's a, what's a uh, average click-through rate or click-through rate range one could expect? So the main ad unit that most people are talking about are uh, is going to be the sponsored content. So sponsored content appears right in your news feed, and that's probably where everyone should start if you're mm-hmm. just getting new to advertising and the average click-through rate there is about a 0.35 percent so call okay. it about a third of a percent so kind of average for display advertising yeah yeah which is interesting this is really targeted display but even still it's similar to the rest of display right um, yeah I, I would think it would be higher given the uh, targeting i mean with uh, google display network with targeted with with some of their targeting methods like custom intent or uh, custom affinity, uh, I've seen click through rates, average click through rates, uh, definitely above one percent up into the one point five percent range. That's fantastic. Well, yeah, I'll tell you. So 0.35% is the average, but it's not uncommon for us to have clients who are getting 0.8 to 1.5% just because we know what to write in ads. Like we know what this audience is going to like and we know what's going to catch their attention. So this is an ad unit that's really not hard to outperform the average. And then I'll also throw this out there that if you do happen to outperform the average by it's usually about three times, it becomes – uh, less expensive to bid CPM than it is CPC. Gotcha. So I tell people, as soon as you see your ads hitting 1% uh, CTR over at least three business days, then flip it to CPM bidding, and you can usually get a, a $1 or $2 discount on all of your clicks. Gotcha. Hey, uh, we need to break away for um, sponsor messages again. Uh, listeners, hold on, and AJ, don't go away. PPC Rockstars. We'll be back after we click through our sponsors. Celebrating the best in online advertising, the Web Marketing Association presents the 2018 Internet Advertising Competition Awards. Submit your banner ads, email ads, rich media, online newsletters, websites, and social media campaigns now by going to www.iacaward.org. Deadline for entries is January 31st, 2019. All winners will have their entry highlighted on the Internet Advertising Competition website, as well as receive a handsome trophy to display or a personalized certificate of achievement. Be honored among your online advertising peers by submitting your entry into the Web Marketing Association's 2018 Internet Advertising Competition Awards. Go to www.iacaward.org now. 
There are over 70 million active podcast listeners in the U.S. WebmasterRadio.fm reaches them all with the largest global distribution of any online business-to-business podcast network. We can target and place your message in front of those active listeners immediately. Now, your message can be delivered with less commitment and investment on over 20 hours of weekly original content hosted by the most respected names in digital marketing. Thanks to an exclusive private offer available for a very limited number of companies. But you must act fast. Email brasco at wmr.fm and get your message delivered now. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. The pursuit of PPC continues. Welcome back to PPC Rockstars. Here's your host, David Zatella. And we are back in the home stretch with AJ Wilcox. And we're talking, obviously, about LinkedIn advertising. Um, here, here's a pitch, for, a slow one pitch for you, uh, AJ. Tell me about your company. Who, what kind of clients do you have, and who's, who are the clients that benefit the most from your services? <laughs> awesome. I will definitely take this swing. Thanks for the nice <laughs> pitch. No problem. So we're an ad agency that just does LinkedIn ads. So we're, we're very niche. Um, our focus is being able to, to provide service to anyone who LinkedIn ads is a big priority for their company. So we run multi-million dollar a month accounts and we, we manage accounts down to around the, the 3K per month level. So totally, you know, as long as you're a good advertiser for LinkedIn, we want to be able to work with you. Um, gotcha. We'll do both account management and we also do uh, training consulting. If you have internal resources that you want to to teach to run LinkedIn ads and you don't want to pay an agency. Yeah, I hear you. Good. That's that's a, a strong niche, I'll tell you, as, as you know. <laughs> I so worried what, about it four years ago when I started the company. I wondered if it was going to be a big enough niche to to support my family. But, uh, but yeah, it's it, it's nice. I'm a big fan of niching down. Good. I me, me too. I, I made the decision to niche on PPC 15 years ago, and I've never regretted that one. So, um, what what uh, what has happened in the LinkedIn platform world that has you excited recently? Well, there's some really big changes that have happened even this year. Um, they gave us carousel ads. So, those who are familiar with Ooh. Facebook ads. Yeah. Um, this is going to feel really similar to them. They gave us a new ad format called dynamic ads. This is one where you can dynamically put the uh, the person who's being advertised, their image goes next to a picture you choose with a call to action. So some people call this their creepy, <laughs> the, the creepiest ad unit ever. Um, <sighs> so, so we got access to that. They came out with, with some new bidding options. So now you, you can uh, bid specifically for conversions rather than just by click or by impression. Oh, that's um, nice. Yeah, and, and if they have a ton of data, I think that, that works well. That's one of those ones that you just have to test to see if it's going to work. Half the time, it's going to lower your, your 
cost per lead and half the time mm-hmm. it increases, but uh, mm-hmm. definitely worth testing. So I, I love the speed at which LinkedIn is actually developing right now. They're, they're coming out with a lot of cool new stuff. Well, Microsoft is a software development company after all. <laughs> That's right. right. They're, they're hopefully going to pass some of their, their genes on to their, their newly purchased uh, pet. <laughs> Truly. Hey, how can, how can our listeners get in touch with you? Best way is if you go to B2Length, that's the letter B, the number two, and then the word length.com. If you fill out the form at the bottom of the page, uh, you won't go to a sales rep. You won't be put into a marketing automation workflow and join our newsletter. You will just end up in my inbox, and I refuse to sell. So uh, that's a great way to ask any question you want. Nice. Beautiful. Uh, Also, um, do you have any speaking engagements coming up? Oh, so the rest of the year is pretty clear, but I've got um, Social Media Marketing World and Hero Conference coming up in in March and April this year. So I'm excited Uh about those. And then some other potential ones. Oh, and also uh, PubCon Florida. So I'm going to be out in your neck of the woods uh, in in April. So that's going to be cool. Great. Um, And when when you give presentations, what are the presentations about? So generally, if I'm speaking at a at a new conference, the first time that I speak, I'm going to give the basics of LinkedIn ads. So this is like who should and shouldn't advertise and uh, an intro to the ad formats and um, best practices for the ads, that kind of thing. But the second time that I speak or if I speak somewhere with a lot of existing LinkedIn advertisers, then I bring out my advanced deck. So that's going to have things like the tips and tricks of how to get lower CPCs and, and how to micro target uh, more effectively, that kind of thing. Nice. Very nice. Well, I have to say, um, you and I first met at PubCon. You you came and sat down at my table uh, probably four or five years ago, right? Yeah, yeah, and, I think it probably uh, has been. I'm, I'm very happy to see how much progress you've made, and, and uh, uh, you deserve a lot of credit for it. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, I went home from that, and I fanboyed to all my friends. I got to meet David Zetel. <laughs> it was awesome. So I'm glad you still remember me, because I definitely oh, remembered that as well. Thanks. Thank you for that. Hey, um, thanks for coming on, AJ. We'll have you on again, and I hope to see you at one of the shows coming up soon. Fantastic. Thanks so much, Dave. You're welcome. And thank you, listeners. Please come back for another episode of PPC Rockstars. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.